Waiting. Good morning. Being that it's a Shleishim BMK de Machag within the 30 day period before Pesach. So, just as we did before Purim, I'd like to uh, do a uh, somewhat of a summary, a compendium of the Drushim, Drushe Pesach in the Teresach Siddhis Chabad, starting from the Alter Rebbe. And as we know, this older Abayim generally is based on my modem of the Alter Rebbe with explanations and a sophist. And from time to time, the Abayim perhaps added another Maimer, but still the foundations always begin in especially Pesach, the Drushe Pesach in Lukut Teir Ayikro. So the individual Maimorim, you can learn on your own, but I thought it could be helpful to get a, a skira, clawless at least, an overview of the sugyas that Chassidus chooses to talk about, which, is so, which itself can use a study and a, and a research of why these sugyas, why not other sugyas. So, um, Let's just go over the main themes that we find in Pesach, not in any particular order, because I miyadeya, which comes first, which comes second. Al Tareb every year Pesach would say Mamorim, and uh, and so with other rabbeim. And I don't know if you could be you can organize it and say the first Mamorim that was said is the more fundamental one. Each one has its own uh, value. So the general asugias in Pesach are quite many. I don't know if I can cover them all, but I'll try this week and the coming weeks till the Seder is over. And uh, just go over first the main points and then discuss them a little more in depth. So the first thing is the Ma'amorim that talk about the union of Pesach from Loshan Dilug and Kfitzah, Medalig Alaharim, the very essence of what Pesach means, transcendence. Uh, which also includes, you can call that maybe second category, Mitzrayim, it is Mitzrayim going out of Mitzrayim v'gvulim, what that means both in, uh, say, the Shtalshlus and Naved Sa'odom, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, um, that's one category. Another category is the sugi of Matzah. What exactly is Matzah? And the Matzah itself, there's the Matzah, Kedem Chatzos, Acher Chatzos, the Alter Rebbe has a whole Maimer on that. Chassidus talks about it. The Rebbe has Maimorim, of course, as well on it. And the Matzah itself has many categories. There's Matzah, as I said, Kedem Chatzos, Acher Chatzos. There's also what exactly is Matzah. Actually, interestingly, I brought here the Tzemach Tzedek. It's not so known, but, um, but if you look in the Tzemach Tzedek's Maimorim, Tzemach Tzedek, besides obviously adding his own Maimorim in his own Biurim Echsidis from the, based on the Mitla Rebbe, Alta Rebbe. Um, but from time to time you see, just as he does with Psukim from Beis Aden, he brings all the Maimorim Chazal on a Posuk and then explains each one of them, Apichsidis, and connects them all with Alta Rebbe's Maimorim. So the same thing he does in time to time, we have the Shimas of the Samosedek where he sums up all the Maimorim of the Alta Rebbe. In this case, there's a Rishima called Matzah. 
that uh, the Semach Tzedek wrote. I'm looking in Eir uh, I believe it's Chelek Dalet, or Hey, how many Krachim in Eir are there? I think it's Dalet, if I recall correctly. Krach Revi, yeah. So Chelek Dalet, page Tov Tov Kuf Tzadik Aleph. So there's a Rishime, I'm not going to read the whole Rishime because it's just Marim Akemis, but it's fascinating to see that Semach Tzedek in a way, for his own notes, so to speak, was writing down all the maimodim of the Alter on the Indian of Matzah. So he has Indian Matzah, Pesach Tovkuf Samach Gimel. He does it by year. Tovkuf Samach Dalel Besidr. So in the Sidr Dach. Shvuas Hanal, which probably means Tovkuf Samach Dalel Bevisapartim Lechem. Tovkuf Samach Hei. Vigad Tolavincha. Tovkuf Samach Vov. Tovkuf Samach Zayin. And he goes through almost every year, Samaches I see, Samaches, Tavkufayin, and uh, basically give, it's essentially most likely his Bagdad Mamarim came for himself. And then later, another Mamarim, when you learn that Mamarim, someone said, you see that he brings from these different Mamarim and brings them all together. Sometimes Metavich them, sometimes they're separate. But it just goes to show that this idea of um, looking at all the different Mamarim and like making a compendium, as I said, is not my own idea. It already exists in Samach Tzedek in a number of places. Then he goes on to make a summary of where matzah is discussed in other Maimonim. It's very interesting if you want to have a so-called encyclopedia on matzah chsidis, it's a good place to look at. Obviously in Sefer Lekutim, all this is netak there on by Erchim, Sefer Lekutim Dach Samach Tzedek, which I had this course to work on. So there too, obviously, every Erech Matzi you'll find also a collection of everything from Samach Tzedek and from the other Rabbein. But just as an aside, but to go back to the sugya, so Matzah. Then there's the sugya of, uh, of Sheish Hashem Teichlu Matzis, with Yom Ashvi Atzeres Yilachem, which is a whole other sugya about the cycle of Sheish and the Sheva, the cycle of the seven days of Pesach. Obviously, at Chutzlar is eight days, but Alpiteira, Alpiteira Shabbiksav, into Eretz Yisrael is seven. So there's that sugya. There's the sugya in Pesach. I'm not talking now about the, I'm, I'm, I'm not addressing now the Mamorim, Shvi Shal Pesach and Achron Shal Pesach. That deserves its own discussion. And, and the Mamorim connected to the Haftera and Achron Shal Pesach. Let's continue with Pesach. So then there's the Mamorim that begin, that the difference between Gulas Mitzrayim and Gula Asida. So there's Mamorim, there's Mamorim, there's the comparison of Yitzis Mitzrayim to all the Gulas, being the Reish Kol HaGulas, Gulas Mitzrayim. And the differences between Gulas Mitzrayim and Gulas Asidlov. In Vedra Gisla, on the other hand, even Lassadov will also be masked, as we say, as the Gemara says, in the, and as we say in the Haggadah. So why we mask Yitzhak if the Gula Hasid is so much more powerful? You say, We compare everything. So there's that discussion. Essentially, the difference between Eskafia and say they had to rush out because they had not yet transformed, and that's why we still have Golas after Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That's Sugya. Um, there's the sugya I mentioned chametz and matzah. There's the sugya of comparing matzah and chametz. So, so there's my modem that begin lahovin in your matzah v'chametz, lahovin in your matzah. In your difference between bittul and yeshus. There's the sugya of vigadat uh, levincha uh, I mentioned. I remember. Yeah, I think I think I mentioned vigadat levincha. There's my modem. 
especially the Rebbe Rashab and uh, the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe talk a lot about that, which uh, in some cases actually explain the four kashas, Manishtana al-Pichsidis, what the four kashas are, which goes over to another sugi, the sugi of the Dalit cases, the Dalit Shena Shel Gula, and what they are in Avedis Adam. What else is there? There's Korban Pesach. What is Korban Pesach in Aveda? And Zirikas Adam and um, the Dam and the Mezuzah, the, the, the Makas Bcheres, Hadebish the Distinguished, the Nogi from Mitzrayim, Ropoli Yisrael, especially in Tavshin Hay, there's a whole Maimon on that based on earlier Maimonim, whole Sugi of how the Abish distinguished between the two and how Korban Pesach was such a Yisrael and what is, what is it in Aveda. There's Maimonim which I think I should include in this category also an achidish hazelachem, even though that's not a Pesach Maimer, but some Mamonim on Pesach were said achidish hazelachem because the Gula does begin really with Rishchidish Nisan. So achidish lazem, the union of Chidush, the union of that, because Baruch has said, Lomay, cover lehem chidish that was, that's Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah called of Briyas Elam, and then there's the Rosh Hashanah of, uh, of uh, Nisim, Nisim Nisim, which is, the union of Geula. So we say, for example, which is not because it's Mitzrayim indicates the union of Geula, which covers also the sugya that you know from the Kedus Yitzchok brings that Rosh Hashanah of Tishrei is, uh, is the how we know all the course through the Darkei Ateva through Leish Beisu. And Rosh Hashanah of Nisan is knowing the Ebrister through Shidud, through Shidud Hamarechus, through uh, the suspension of nature, miracles that are beyond nature. That's what Yitzhak Mitzrayim is. Um, there's obviously more to cover. There's uh, the Makis. There's some Imorim that talk about the Makis somewhat, and some of the other details about Pari Klippus Mitzrayim, the Shvira of Klippus Mitzrayim. There's a Maimon in Tovshin Tess from the Friedrich Rebbe which is based on the Rebbe Rashab Tafri Samach test, Kriel Deidi, where he talks why Mitzrayim, I mentioned before, is Reish Kol HaGolius and Reish Kol HaGolius, but he also goes through there all the different uh, Golius, the, of, of, uh, the Golius rather, Golius Bovel, Golius Golius Poros Amodai, Golius Yovan, and then of course Golius Edem, the final Golius. It's a very fascinating Maimed, it's a unique Maimed, it's a Hemshech where he discusses all that. So that's one more thing. That I don't think I found in earlier Maimorim, maybe Beremes, but not Parichas. And special mention I should make is besides Lukutetera that I mentioned, the Drushim of Pesach in Parshat Tzav, around Parshat Tzav and Lukutetera, there's also, we know, the Siddur in Dach I mentioned before from the Semach Tzedek. So there's a whole chilek of Maimorim on Pesach and the Haggadah. Where, as the Sidrim Dach, as you probably know, are memorandum of the Alter Rebbe that the Mittler Rebbe wrote, but then he collected them under the Sidr. Meaning, Alter Rebbe didn't, explain, didn't say it as a beer on the Sidr. Alter Rebbe said it in different times. And that some Mittler Rebbe gathered everything that was a commentary from the Alter Rebbe on Sidr. Sidr includes our Sidr, also Haggadah Pesach. So there's a section on Pesach where he brings the memorandum of Pesach. So that should mention. And finally, I should mention Shara Muna. So there's a whole sefer from the Mitla Rebbe on Pesach itself. Shara Muna, it's a long, pretty long sefer. It's printed in the Ner Mitzvah, the sefer called Ner Mitzvah Tereh, where you have Shari Eira and Shari Yichud. 
they come together usually in one sefer. So Shara, Shari Eira, I'm sorry, Shari Eira is put in Hanukkah. Shara Amunah, I said, and Shari Yichud come together in the sefer near Mitzvah Teir Eir. And Shara Amunah is, is dedicated to Pesach, which, of course, is the sugi of Amunah. That the whole Yisod of Pesach and eating matzah, v'chulu is all connected to Amunah, which is a major theme there. But there he covers, really, the whole Pesach from beginning to end, every possible angle in Shara Amunah. After that, the Tzemach Tzedek and the Rabbeim afterwards, their Ma'amori Pesach were said um, in, um, individually, or sometimes a Hemshech. I mentioned Tov Shintes, Tov Samach Tes. But generally speaking, it was individual Ma'amorim. Um, and, uh, and I think I covered more or less the, the main sugis of Pesach. Anything jumps out that you, that you learned that I've not mentioned? I mean, everything goes in these categories, but I'm just thinking if there's any uh, central theme that I haven't, uh, that I haven't covered. As I said, there are many more details, and uh, especially when you start breaking it down. But this, I think, is the, the, the picture. So what does it say in this Mahmud? And how can we somewhat understand it in a contextual way, which means what's a general theme, and then breaking it down into particular sugis. Now, what's beautiful, I think I mentioned this by uh, the other shir, the previous shir. I quote Rabbi Salavech, the, the Rav, as they call him. Yesod Ber Soloveitchik, who um, was actually, he did this with the Rebbe. They were together in Berlin, and then he came to Avshin Mem, Yudshvat. The Rebbe is the 30th anniversary of the Rebbe's leadership. And there's also, you see, there was a communication that Rebbe actually wrote, writes in a letter, just as uh, interesting, when it was Rav Soloveitchik's um, anniversary of something, maybe his birthday or some other anniversary of his uh, special day, his, some of his Talmidim wrote to the Rebbe, they're putting out a Kavitz Teda, and they would like to have the Rebbe's Ishtatfus in it. Since they were Yedidim, the Rebbe connect close, the Rebbe's Ishtatfus of the Rebbe to be published in this. Uh, and the Rebbe responded, and they wrote, and knowing the Yedidis, the Yedua, the Yedidis that the Rebbe has with Rebbe, has with Rebbe Salvation, maybe the Rebbe would contribute. So the Rebbe circled the Yedidis, and he said, whatever is known, it's, it's much less than what really is the Yedidis. So that was mafli that their connection was much deeper than what is known, basically. I don't remember the exact lotion, but that was the teichet. But the pale mom is the Rebbe said, it's not minik harav, beis harav, to contribute, so he can't do it mitzad poshet the Rebbe's position. Um, that, so the Rebbe didn't uh, contribute, but um, uh, I'm assuming that maybe they printed, I'm not sure what they did. They could have taken anything from the Rebbe that maybe touches upon different sugis that Rabbi Salvechik addressed. But Kaponim, he said, and it's interesting, a man coming from him has a certain credibility because he, he clearly said he came from the home of not, of, uh, not from the Chassidish home, even though he had a Chassidish uh, uh, Nalamed, as he's very proud of. So he would teach the in the summers in the bungalow colony. So after he would give his shir Shabbos afternoon in Nigla, he would teach in the months of El Lukut when his, some of his Talmidim asked him, asked him, what are you learning this obscure book? You know, no one knows about it, etc. So he said, without the Sefer, without the Kutateri, you can't know the difference between Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Obviously, there's different menhogim and there's different mitzvahs and different tefillahs. But we're talking about the mohus of it. So hearing that from a person like that, not that we need his askoma, though it was a gone, adir, and so on, but nevertheless, he appreciated it and taught it to many. So when you, without chassidus, what you're missing is Yes, you have the technical difference. We say, Zman Cheder Seinu on Pesach. We do a Seder on Pesach. The Mitzvah of Zeichel, it's Mitzrayim. 
Obviously, that's unique to Pesach, not Shavuos or Sukkot. Shavuos has its own mitzvah. But these are, you can call them more technical. They're more mechanical differences. You make the same Kiddush, but instead of saying Zman Chedosen, you say, instead of saying Zman Chedosen, you say Zman Chedosen. A Kiyesa But a lot of the things are very similar. Most of the tefillahs of all the Yom Shalosh Golem are, are basically the same, with some Shinuyim. Same thing, again, Minhogim and Mitzvahs. Mitzvahs, of course, is Dalad Minim and Sukkah and Sukkahs. And Pesach is Matzah. The Isser is Chachamitz. So I said, to say that Dalad Kesah is all the different Mitzvahs that we do. But what's the Neshamadikah difference, really? I mean, they're both Yom Tev. My Yom Tev is a Gilead Lekus. So what's the real Mohustik difference? And sometimes, you know, the expression that you see the, you can see the forest, to see the, the forest from the trees. Sometimes when you're looking at the trees, you forget the forest, the big picture. Because when you're involved in details, you don't see what's the closed picture. And one of the Yechidushim Echsidus that you see right away, when a Maimer is asking, after it asks the initial questions, the beginning of a Dibra Maschal. So after the questions, you'll always see, Lohovna Inyan, or Bira Inyan, Inyan Hu, even in Tanya. You never see that the questions are asked, and then it says, Vatirusur, or Yeshlemer. Which is usually the expression that you find in Lashon HaTera. So it's va'inyan hubira inyan. What do you see from that? The chassidus is not just coming to answer questions. coming to give us the inyan of it. Now there's two ways to answer questions. You can have a question, you answer the question. You have another question, another answer. There's another way where you give the person a whole new way of looking at the sugya, at the inyan. And once you know the inyan, the questions get answered. And obviously, that's a far more fundamental way of looking at things. It's also a mahalach ha-makshav, it's ashkofe. You know, instead of, you'll find, and I'm saying this just, I mean, it's derachagav, but it's also not so derachagav. You'll find, I'm sure, in your own shlichus and whatever you end up doing, or shlichus right now, people ask questions and so on. When you give them the asad, someone asked you, give me 30 seconds, in a minute, what is Pesach? You can't just tell them that hundreds of pages is my mother. Not everybody has the patience is going to go learn it all. You know, what's, what is it in a nutshell? So you have to have the Inyan, which answers the big question that everyone asks when you learn these Mamorim, Al-Tarebbe, the other Rabbeim, they ask questions. Then goes a whole Arichas that seems to not be connected to the question. And then at the end of the Maimer, Pizeh Yuvon, what the, what the whole Inyan is. So a lot of people ask the question, especially when you start learning it the first time, because it's not, um, the, we're not used to that style. I mean, you could have just said the beginning of the Maimon and jumped to the end. And fine, you need a middle, a little something to explain it. But you need a 10 pages, 20 pages, or whatever the amount of pages to go through a whole arichus on Sevav Kalam, Amalek Kalam, or Yichud Velakim, or whatever the other sugis are. And then I'll pizeh yuvan. So there's this, sometimes you hear people say, the Mashpim say, that the Dibra Maslov is like a passport. That's what the Rabbeim called it. It's an entry point. The real kavon of the Maimah is to learn the sugya. And the entry point. But first, first of all, every word from the Rabbeim is, is, not, just a, is not just an amtsoi. Everything has dir. The Al-Tarebbe Taka begins tiny with questions. And in Ocherami, the tiny didn't come to answer Shailas on a tzaddik bein Rosh. He came to give us a hashkofa and a derech and a vedas Hashem of macham between Avishal Kis and Avishabamis. But the derech the Derech HaTeda is to um, do it through Teda. So that the Alta Eber begins with Isa, the, the, the Tanya, I'm sorry, Tanya Besei Peri Gimel Danida, Mashbir Nesei Tzadik Balti Chulu Chulu. 
so when you really learn it and you go through, and when does he get back to the answer? It takes uh, over 10 chapters, 11 chapters. The questions are in Peter Kalaf, until Peter could base, you'd gimel, you'd dalit, begins to go back to the answer. I mean, Pericute is already talking about the Tzaddik, then the, then the Russia, and the Baini, etc. But when you learn it properly, you see that because uh, the Nekud is, the, the al is not coming to answer the question alone. The question he could have answered very short after Peter Kalaf, and that's it. He's coming to give us a, a look at a, a human being. Who's the human being? Who's the soul? So how, same thing with Pesach. You can get, the details are obviously critical, but the details are part of a big picture. It's like uh, the, 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 when Moshe told B'Tzal to build a Mishkan, so we know the Gemara says he first started by saying, well, in the, the Pesukim, you see, first he tells them what's the order, Kalim, and then the, and then the, and then the, the walls, then the ideas and the structure. B'Tzal said to him, that's not Zedach, that's not Minig Elam. Minig first you build a building, then you bring in the furniture, so to speak. Then you bring in the Kalim. And Moshe agrees with him. So why talk did Moshe begin with the Kalim first? Because Moshe saw the big picture. He was a Ishalikim, Meshul Kibbal Tehidim is Sinai. He's talking about by Osalim Migdash Vishachanti Besechah. And where's the Vishachanti Besechah? And that's the whole Kavon. And that's the beginning of the whole story of the Mishkin. It doesn't begin for Sisa Sa'odin and the Meneda and the Mizbeach and so on. It begins the first cloud. The whole purpose of the Mishkin, never forget, is one thing Vishachanti Besechah. How is the Vishachanti Besechah? In the Odin, in the Kalim. The walls are necessary and the structure is necessary because that's the binyan. But the kavona, you know, similar to what it says about, uh, the Alter Rebbe explains in Pasha, in the Pasha Bahar. She so has the question, it says, Kisavoya um, la'oretz, and then it speaks about, Veshov sa'oretz Shabbos la'ashem, and then he says, Sheishonim tizre sadecho, Sheishonim tizme kamecho, and Veshon ha'ashviz, it'd be Shabbos la'ashem. So he already said Veshov What I mean, the say that is first he spoke about the six years, and then came Shemitah wasn't the first year when they entered at Yisrael, it was the seventh year. So why is the Altarev, why is the Apostle begin with Shav Saudis? Because it's right away starting, what's the Kavona? Before you even begin planting a seed, Sheishanim, Tizra, you have to know what are you doing this for? So what's the Klolim of Pesach? That's what I'm going to address here. I'll try to cover as much as we can, and, and Mr. Hashem, next week I'll continue, if, not, if I haven't covered it all. So what in a nutshell is Pesach? So it's not so easy to answer that question because there are several central themes. And interestingly, I should have mentioned, I'll mention it now, the Rebbe, of course, also wrote Mikhtovim Klolim, both for Pesach and for Tishrei. That was the Rebbe. So every year, the Mikhtov Kloli for Pesach, usually two, two letters, sometimes one is Chedishnis and Yudalofnis, but Al Kapon, there was a, at least one letter every year, Mikhtov Kloli. The Rebbe would choose a central theme and those themes, of course, are also from the Maimorim. Well, the theme of Cheres, the theme of Dilug, the theme of, um, of different themes that uh, Pesach comes to teach us. So it's also a shtickle order. I think today, I don't know if anybody ever collected and made a mafteach of the letters and you know, what the themes are in each one, but it's quite interesting to see how every year, Mamisha and different Nekudah. So the central themes of Pesach, based both on the Rebbe's letters, which are, in, of course, based on the Maimorim, is let's start with the first one, which is the idea, why were they in the Mitzrayim in the first place? Why, what was the reason? What was the purpose? I mean, that seems to be the big picture. Because before you talk about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, why, why are they in Mitzrayim? The Indians were living in Eretz Yisrael. Yaakov was in Eretz Yisrael with the Shivim Nef- oh, before the Shivim Nefesh, with his children. 
He already had suffered plenty. Then Kovtzalov, Rugzah Shal Yosef, and Yosef was sold into slavery by his brothers. Yosef Hurud Mitzrayim, and that ultimately led, ultimately, to the famine. But why was Abish the Masab of Sibis like that? Why did he have to put it in through Mitzrayim? What was the purpose of it? Now, we know Taken Brisbane Absarim, that's what Hashem said to Avram. That'll be Arba Shemeyashana, that Ivdu Esam, and they will, they will be in a land, Eres Shalelehem. And then they will come out So the question is why? What was the purpose of it all? As I said, Yaakov had already suffered. He was 20 years by Lovan. He had to deal with Esau. His whole life was a cha- challenging life. You know, I had to go to Mitzrayim. So it's true, the 17 years that Yaakov was in Mitzrayim was the best years. But then what happened next? Pasha Shmeis and begins a new Pasha, a new era, a new period. And with the worst possible goals. So the answer briefly is, because it captures, Mitzrayim captures the story of our lives. It's the same question you could ask, why is he this on Hashem Baguf? Why doesn't Hashem come down below? And Gan Eden is living in peace. Menucha doesn't have any daigus, not daigus, apanasa, no health issues, no uh, nothing, there's no crime, no pollution, there's no corruption. However, that's not the kavon. The kavon is lasas leis boradir b'tachtenu. You have to go into tachtenu. Al karcha tachai. Neshama doesn't want to go, but has to go, because that's the ultimate kavon. Now, why nesave? As we know, nesave is talking kasha v'tayve. V'tayve is talking kasha. Says in some Maimorim that we don't know why nesave, but we know what nesave. Lama nesave leyedim. Aval manis she nesave. We absolutely know because Abraham told us what it is. So in essence, Mitzrayim captures that, and that's why Mitzrayim is from the word Mitzrayim v'gvulim. It represents the Mitzrayim gvul of the guf and nefesh abamis in the individual, and collectively, the Mitzrayim gvul that the Eden went through. The Inu Esam, the, the affliction that they went through, the difficulties. And how do we know this? Because the whole point of Mitzrayim was not an end in itself. It doesn't say anywhere, for example, that Gaulus Mitzrayim was an Einish. Now, sometimes you could say, It doesn't say that on Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is an Einish. What Einish? For what? What did they do? They didn't do anything. I mean, obviously, they weren't necessarily perfect, but it doesn't say anywhere it's an Einish. Now, but then it's like Kurha Barzel. It was a process of growth that comes dafka out from Mitzrayim Gvul. Like, Mina Mitzrayim Karasi Ka, Anani Bamerchov Ka. That when a person, when the Shema comes down below, it can really shine in ways that can never shine Lamaila. Because when there's no pressure and there's no challenges, so the Shema can be Nenem Zivashchina, enjoy and bask in God's glory, and learn Teda, and connect all the levels in Giluim and Elokus, but the greatness to achieve its ultimate potential, that's only when there's pressure. An, an olive does not give out oil that, until you press it. So Mitzrayim is essentially that pressure cooker, if you wish, that brought out the deep amuna that they didn't had, that certain things that they connected with, and it forged them into an Am Yisrael. Till then there was no Am Yisrael. There were the roots, the seeds were planted. Avram Avinu, Yitzhak, Yaakov. So they had the DNA, so to speak. But bottom line is, Matan hadn't happened yet. You can ask the question, so why didn't they give the Teda to other Marishan? 
And especially we know that Kaimu, Kolatera, Kula, before Matantera, the Ovis and Adam and so on. But why, so why wasn't it formally given to Adam? And the answer is because you have to earn your way. Essentially, put it in simple English, as the Rebbe writes in one letter and many sikhs, that the, the, the generations, the Chavav Deiris, there's 26 generations till you see Mitzrayim and Matantera, were like a chinuch, an education like you're teaching children. Matantera was like Bar Mitzvah. Sometimes compared to chasana. But in order to be bar mitzvah and chasana, which means meichin the godless, that enters as we mature, in this type of world, that doesn't happen overnight. You could ask the same question. Why didn't neighbors to create us all uh, as adults? Adam and Chava were created 20 years old. They didn't, they didn't grow through a childhood and the babies and grew into adults. Why do we have to have all those years of childhood? Why not just pop out as a 20-year-old in this world and start doing mitzvahs? You have all the seichel you need because then it wouldn't be tachtenim. It wouldn't be uh, through our effort. It wouldn't be a guide to mitzvahsi. It wouldn't be through our, it wouldn't be integrated. It would be a gift lamayla. What's the kavanah? The Eberstad can, can make a dira b'tachtenim. He doesn't need us for that. My kamashmala. He wants us to be in a world where we grow step by step. That's why you plant the seed in the ground and the seed slowly grows. You have to nurture it and water it until it becomes a big tree. It takes years. So the same thing is with us. A Veda is necessary. So we're given all the resources. So the first 26 generations, the Gemara says, This is all I'm summing up, some of the Mamarim that talk about this sugya. And now that I've so-called educated you, and sometimes actually apinigli even, that the Ovis are compared sometimes to mitzvahs lifnei bar mitzvah. Obviously, they were much bigger than Bar Mitzvah. They were Hainan and Markova. But they were not Mitzvah of the Except Brismila, we know the others didn't have a, There was no Mitzvah. It was all Baruchnis. They were training. They were learning. And Mumat Lamailatak. Avram was not. Avram worked hard to become who he was. Echadoy Avram. But once Avram, Yitzhak, Yankov, and all the generations till Moshe, until the day of Mitzrayim, they were like preparing the groundwork, so to speak. Mitle Rebbe has in Teres Chaim, very beautiful Mamorim, where he talks about how Sefer Bereshis is different than all the other Svarim. All the other Svarim, really the Teter begins, the real story of Teter begins actually after Golis Mitzrayim. The first Sefer Bereshis covers 2,000 years approximately. Martin Teter is in the year 2448 from Bris Elam. So 2,000 years in one Sefer, you have everything, from Odom all the way to Yaakov and the Shvatim. That's Sefer Bereshis. So the Mitla Rebbe explains, it's called Sefer Ayosha, because Sefer Bereshis is the blueprint. It's like laying the groundwork. And where is the real Aveda? Where is the real story of Teda begin? It's Sefer Sheni. And look at, think of it. In Parsha Boy, once from Achedish Azalachem till the end of Dvarim, four Svarim almost, covers only 40 years. Remember, after Golis Mitzrayim, there's Gula, and then there's 40 years from when they left Mitzrayim, the 42 Masois, until they come to Evra Yarden, right? It's 40 years. So it's interesting. Four books is 40 years, one book is 2,000 years. So he explains because that's laying the groundwork. But the real Kavon is like Rashi Taka says. Because the Teda was given to give mitzvahs. So why did he begin with Bereshit? So he says, because... Now, uh, explains, what that means. 
Not just, I mean, there's the obvious, obvious post shot because when Goyim will taina, that's a soul, doesn't belong to Eden, so you have an answer. But Eshes Baralakim, he gave us the land. But the deeper reason is because first you have to begin by being Mavarar Elam, Breshes Baralakim, before you get to bringing a Lakuz, that's Lamailam Elam, which is Matan Teda. So briefly, Mitzis Mitzayim essentially is Mitzayscha, Mitzayscha Meretz Mitzayim, Tavdinus, Mitzayscha Meretz Mitzayim, Tavdinus Alakim Alahorazeh. So the whole purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was preparing the final step after the hard work of the Ovis and the Shvotim and everything till the end of Bereshis. The Yitzchak Mitzrayim was the hard last step of forging a nation into a powerful nation. The words of the Maral that the Rebbe quotes quite often. I think also in Tavshin Ches, he may bring it. I don't know the Maral, brings the Teichen in the Maimar of Pesach. That what? That, that the Golis Mitzrayim changed Am Yisrael in Ba'efa on an essential level. It wasn't just we were imprisoned, enslaved, and now we're free. Golis Mitzrayim made the Eden the gather of Ben Cheren. They never again can be Avodim. Which means, not just Avodim, obviously, we're technically under the Medina Machus But the personality, the psychology of being an Evid, that was eliminated after Golis Mitzrayim. So you can imagine, that can only happen when you, when you pay the price, a heavy price. So it's not a justification for suffering, because we know that Moshe said, and the Eden themselves says, just get us out of this place. But after the fact, like you did it on Hashem Beguf, you did it once you go through difficulty, then a person becomes indestructible. Let me just talk a few minutes about that because that's a critical element to explain you know, why, what, what, the whole, what, what the whole process, why the Jews had to suffer like that. So it's really the second thing I would say here is that, that Pesach explains to us the biggest question everyone has, human suffering. What's the purpose of human suffering? Why do we suffer? So we don't, I'm not here to explain as the Rebbe brings sometimes from the Tzemach Tzedek that the Ebeshter could have done it a different way. But Bapayal Mamish, after the fact, when a person goes through difficulties and they come out afterwards, they're always stronger than when they began. It's an asayim, but you're always stronger. Like the din. Shtar Sheyatzalav Irur. So a contract, a contract, even a legal contract, whether Taylor, Apitayr, or have a secular contract. So, okay, it stands as signatures. So contract is everyone recognizes it's a legal, valid contract. What happens if Yatzalav Irur? Someone uh, challenges it and says, no, it was forged or it wasn't signed or the uh, 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 discrepancies, whatever it is. So then you go to a court. I mean, again, the secular world, it's an appeals court. You can appeal a contract. You can challenge a contract. And if so-called the Bezden, the court, establishes that, yes, this, we checked, the witnesses are right, it's a legal star, you can't be ma'arad again. So this is brought in Chassidus. The Rebbe brings it quite often. It's a very simple but also powerful principle. You don't know what you're like until you're tested. Someone will say, I could, ich can beistein every Nisoyen. Any Nisoyen comes my way. How do you know? You weren't tested. God forbid, how do you know if you were tested, what would what, what happen? It's easy to say, I, wouldn't, I would withstand the test. You know, it's easy. But then you see people, Rahman al-Islam, tortured or under duress, in a state of crisis, and suddenly uh, all, their, all their principles and ethics fall to the side. 
But then when a person goes through a real difficulty, and then you see they came out, and they did withstand an assignment, you know this person you can trust, because they were tested. This is basically ain't chokhan kabal nesayin on a basic level, because they went through it. You know, I mean, even on a very basic, uh, God forbid, someone needs heart surgery, or they need other medical procedures, you don't go to someone who never did it before. Because how do you know, it's a serious, it's a serious surgery, it's a serious, uh, a serious invasive uh, procedure. So you want someone who's been there. So bottom line is, going through the experience creates a whole different reality. You're never the same person. I mean, the language of Chassid is not like a tzaddik. Why? Because it's only about Shuvah went through that situation. Yes, a tzaddik can reach it through other ways, or reaches it through Eir, or Mashiach brings Shuvah also to tzaddikim, but that's already, the Baal Shuvah went through the difficulty, he went through Cheshach, and came out stronger for it. So the expression is, that which doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Because you've been immune. Even on a medical level, you know that. I don't know if you know this, but you see older people have less common colds. Every time you get a cold, your immune system builds up antibodies, and you never get that, that strain of a cold again. That infection no longer affects you, because you had it. So there are hundreds of different uh, strains. That's why we can get many different colds. But as you get older, you become more immune. So it's interesting. The, 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 it's the cold is the illness that makes you stronger. Now, that doesn't mean we want illness, chas but the bottom line is that even in nature, you see strengths and resilience is built up when you have the challenge. To have a Am Yisrael, to be able to be Am Yisrael Chai, to be a Nedis, to be a Goyim, Nedis Lahoyer, to change the world, and the Tzaras we would have afterwards throughout the centuries was only possible to get through that because we went through Mitzrayim. So before it happened, we would have prayed to God and say, don't give us this challenge. But after the fact, you think we'd be here today had we not gone through Mitzrayim, we'd never have the strength. We were proven. That's why Matan Teda did not happen till then. Because Matan Teda was essentially like, okay, now that you're ready, you paid the price. And, uh, and we see that the Eden remained uh, strong in their amunah, and so on. With all the challenges, and there are plenty of challenges. So that's sugi number one about, about Pesach, that Pesach forged the Eden into Lakachas Goy of Goy, became a nation, Am Am Yisrael, until Matan Teda, still together, there was no such concept of Yisrael. That's why they need a full gear. All the halchas gear come from Matan Teda. I, they had the Muna and they had the, and many of them were keeping mitzvahs and so on, but it was still not mitzvah base. It wasn't a commandment. It was, they chose to do it. By Matan Teda, this became we all know the Chiddush, that now became the power to do what? To turn the Gashmi Se'elam into Achev Sashagdusha, to make Vishachanti Besecha. So Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is the first step that led to Matan Teda, which led to the Mishkan, which led to basically the power, the tools, to actually make a dira betachtenim. In a sense, the Ovis were ruchni yizdikah. I mean, they were neshamas begufim, and they paved the way. And that's why the Rebbe brings uh, from the, from the Pirish Mishnais from the Rambam, that we, he says clearly that we don't do mitzvahs mila, for example, because Avram did, because we did because by Matan Teres says, and yet we say, because Avram gave us the kayach to do it. But the mitzvah of Brismillah is a mitzvah for Matan Teda to be able to change Gashmi Se'elah. 
And that was only possible because we went through Gash Misaelam, to transform something, you have to go through it. So this covers one important sugya that is, sums up. It's not Mamish, the Lost Shainas of Chsidis, the Baimarim, that, that I'm not quoting exactly the Shainas, but the Teichen of what the purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was as the Kura Barzal, sometimes the ayin between the Yesh and the Yesh. To get to a Yesh, like the, the, the garden, it says the seed has to rot, has to be nirkav in the Oritz in order to bear, grow into a beautiful tree. So Mitzrayim was the process of bitl, of the bitl that allowed them to get, become from a, from a goy, mekerev goy, a new nation, that would have the indestructible power to be able to change the world and bring the Gula and transform the world and make it into Adira B'tachten. So next year I'll go through some other sugis within itself, which, which this is the, from the big picture going more to other angles of it and on down to the details. Everyone have a good day. And uh, the next good Yeah. Yeah.